0: The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just the place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood-branded blankets. Low-end shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer-branded clothing needs. So next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Lydia Kazakavage, and the name of this podcast, K-Pop This sh- and you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of any Hood-branded merch but listen to the show first. Hello, and welcome back to K-Pop This a podcast where each episode, I talk about my first impressions of K-Pop groups I've never listened to before. I'm your host, Lydia Kaz, and this episode, I'm going to be doing things a little bit different. So instead of just talking about one group, I'm going to be talking about AI and K-Pop all together. Now there is one group that I'm gonna be focusing on, but for the most part, there are gonna be other groups that I touch on just a little bit. If you like the show, feel free to give it a follow. Links will be in the description, enjoy. Okay, so as I said in the intro, I'm gonna be talking about AI and K-pop. Now this might be something that some of you are like, wait, what the heck, why is AI and K-pop? Like how do the two things kind of, how would they work together? Um, so technically, this isn't like a completely new concept. There have been, I guess, like virtual idols in the past. I know Adam was one of them. And that was, I think, in the 2000s that he came up. Um, but it didn't really become, I guess, a trend until now. Recently, in I think 2017, Riot Games created KDA. And that... Like, AI group was voiced by members of g IDOL, and then they had Madison Beer, B-Miller, uh, Jaria Burns, and Wolf Tyler, I don't know if I pronounced that right, um, as a different vocals, depending on what song they were performing. And for those uh, members, they're designed based off of League of Legends champions, if you know anything about the game, League of Legends. Um... They debuted with a song called Pop Stars, which I listened to, and I thought it was really cool. It was more like EDM style, which makes sense, especially with the connection with, like, League and then the fact that they were, like, AI characters. I did watch the music video, too, for it, and I thought that was really cool. You could definitely tell that it was, like, fake and that the members, like, weren't real. Um, It was more, like cartoon anime style, if that makes sense. Um, and then shortly after that, SM Entertainment released announcement about a new girl group called Aespa, and there are four, um, I guess, like human members, and then each of them have kind of like a virtual avatar that is placed in their like fictional universe called Kwangya. Quang- I have no idea if I pronounce that right either, um, but they do perform as like an eight-member group, and I think that was in 2020, and they debuted with Black Mamba. I have not watched their videos before. I've heard some of their songs, and I think they're pretty good. I don't know if their like virtual avatars are also voiced by the four human members of the group, or if they have other people come in to do that. Um, I'd have to do a little bit more research on that side of things. Um, another group that debuted in 2021 is called eternity and they're an 11 member totally ai group created by pulse9 i have not heard of pulse9 prior to this so their debut song is called i'm real and i haven't watched the actual video but i've seen screenshots of it and it's kind of creepy how realistic their character designs actually do look. I think I was reading an article and their like designs were based off of like a hundred and some different pictures of like real people that were put into like a computer system and then it kind of came out with like 11 different designs Uh, which is kind of creepy knowing that like your face could have been used as input to create one of the members from this group. The CEO um, Park Jin said that unlike, I guess like human idols, the virtual like AI idols don't have limitations. Um, and then they also mentioned how, I guess you can do a lot more with them, I guess in general, like they don't, they're not gonna get sick. Um, you don't have to worry about like giving them housing or like feeding them because you know they're on a computer um but you do have to worry about like having a team being able to create them and animate them and you still need like songwriters and lyricists and producers to create their songs um the one thing though that i did find interesting is that they use the european union's um draft of ethical ai guidelines when they made the avatars that they had for them. Um, I actually have not looked at the draft of ethical AI guidelines, but I do think that that's cool that they did use that, especially with it being such a new type of technology. And then there's one other group, aside from the main group that I was going to talk about, called Mave. I think that's how you pronounce it. They debuted January 25th, 2023 under Metaverse Entertainment. What a fitting name for an entertainment company. And they are also a 100% AI group. Uh, They debuted with their song called Pandora's Box. And I have listened to that song and I have watched their video. I do love the video because it's like cyberpunk kind of theme to it. And I do like that style just of the like environment and then like the clothing that they wear. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, The song is super catchy. This one, they do look more realistic, but there are definitely times during the video that you can tell like, okay, yeah, that's definitely not a real person. Although I will say the, I guess, creation and the attention to detail on each avatar is amazing. Like they have all the shadows down, they have like um, each individual like hair strand uh, like perfectly like laid and then it like flows like as they're moving so it's not like they're dancing and then their hair is just like still like their clothes kind of flow with how they're moving their hair flows. So I am extremely impressed with how well some of their designs have looked especially for the groups that are trying to make them look a lot more realistic than the ones that are more uh, I guess cartoon anime style where you it's easier to tell that they are not real. So, my initial thoughts about AI and K-pop before I get to talking about super Kind, um, Like, obviously, some look more realistic than others, and I kind of like that you can have that distinction between the two. Like I said before, like, when KDA, you can obviously tell that they are not real. The music video is set in, um, like, a not-real setting, like, everything was CGI or, or it was animated. Um, but then with like Eternity, they are 100% like made to look real. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but then like I said before, like there are definitely times where it is a lot more obvious that they're fake. Um, another like interesting thing that I was looking at is each one of these groups obviously has like social media and they actually like post things on their instagram or on their twitter that like other like hip-hop groups would post so they do like selfies um if they're out quote-unquote like out and around um they have pictures of them doing like their dance practices they have actual like performances on music shows like mnet countdown or music bank or ikigayo which are all just like music shows that k-pop idols go on when they have a comeback. So yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I'd be curious to learn about how they actually get that to work if they're performing just like on an empty stage or like with an empty audience or if everything's fake so like they're animated on the stage and then like an audience is like generated in or if they have an audience there like in house and then just like nothing on <laughs> nothing on the stage. I don't know. I'd be curious to learn how that stuff kind of works. Now, in general, though, um, like, the public has kind of had mixed reactions about the idea of bringing AI into K-pop. There was one quote that I took from an article on, I think it's, like, um, allkpop.com, which is just, like, a K-pop news site, and somebody said, imagine training for four plus years only to be outdone by an AI, which totally makes sense, because they can program these AIs to be perfect like each performance is exactly the same you're never gonna have any problems with like your physical body like getting hurt you're not gonna have to worry about like differences and like voices or whatever and some of these like idols train so freaking hard to become like an actual k-pop idol in that industry I think I want to say I've there are some that I know that have trained for over nine years before they debuted. So imagine like putting in all that work for that long and then being outdone by an AI. Personally, that would suck and I would not enjoy that at all. Um, if, then that's just like looking at it from if you wanted to become an idol, like that kind of standpoint. Um, from looking at it as an outsider, a lot of people also found it interesting just because it is a new concept and it hasn't really been something that's been dabbled in completely yet. Um, I know some people were asking questions about like the ethicality and like how copyright would work. Um, and then there were problems with, well, you still need people to voice the avatars for the most part which makes sense. Like, you still need people to do the vocals for, like, all the songs. And then if they do, like, quote-unquote, like, interviews or whatever, like, who's going to be voicing them? But then some people were just extremely excited to see where this goes in the future because there are no limitations when you are generating things on a computer or there are very, very little um, limitations. So I think it'll be interesting to see where this, I guess concept it evolves into in the future but yeah for the rest of this episode i actually wanted to talk about a group called super kind um so for this group some of the members actually started out under the yours project which was created by deep studio entertainment but that project kind of fell apart and some of those members ended up leaving so on june 20th 2022 uh, Deep Studio Entertainment rebranded the Yours Project into Super Kind, and the group debuted then with their song "Watch Out." So the interesting thing about this group is that they're technically still adding members to the group. Currently, they have they have five real people, and then two AIs. So this, like, their concept is kind of like video game-ish, which is also why I really wanted to talk about them because I, I do love my video games. But the five real people are called Prids or P-R-I-D-S. Um, and those are the ones who like preserve tradition. So like, you know, being an actual human being. And then they have five AI members, which are called nukes. Um, and those are the ones who like advance into the future. Obviously, AI, it makes sense. Um, they're kind of fictional universe called play super kind is a world is a world where the two um like coexist and it's actually interesting when they debuted they released um a website that you could take a test on so you can kind of see like oh are you like um like the print are you a nuke i, t- I took the test i'm a nuke <laughs> which sounds funny like saying it now because you know nukes usually are associated with um nuclear but in this case it's something else and then uh, for the group, they already do have a fandom name, and the fandom name are Players. So, the current seven members are daemon he is the leader. Eugene is a rapper. dion is a vocalist. Uh, Sejin is a vocalist. Uh, Sejin's an AI, and then Seo is a vocalist. Sung is an AI, and then JDV is a main dancer and a vocalist. So, I do I know I said this already, but I do really like their concept with having it kind of set up like a game. Um, I was reading more about them and their concepts are actually decided by the players who can vote and interact with the members on their Discord server, which I also joined because um, I do use Discord a lot. But I haven't like gotten into, I guess, the full server, because you have to send in like a player application, so you have to make a TikTok video and then have like a certain amount of likes in it, and then you have to like send it in, and the admins have to check it, and then you get let into the full server. I haven't done that yet. I don't know if I'm going to. Uh, I actually am really curious about how the full Discord server works, so I might cave and end up doing that. Uh, That's not really on my priority list right now, but that aside... I am extremely excited to see the like how this group evolves especially once those three other AI members get added. for their debut song watch out um, only Damon, Eugene, Jian, Seijin, and Xiao were in it um, Sung and JDV were just kind of recently announced. And they both appeared in the newest song that they just released about a week ago, actually, called Moody. But yeah, so I'm just going to go in and watch the two music videos that they have out right now real quick. And then, yeah, I'll get my final thoughts on it. So starting out, I kind of like their like title screen that they have because it has like Nuke and Friend on like opposite sides of the screen. They kind of come together in the middle, morph. And then, they form it as super kind, which is actually an anagram for the nuke and print. And then there's an S, and people think the S is supposed to be to represent the players. So on to the actual video. So they're starting out kind of in like a boxing ring, in the middle of the, in the middle of the coliseum. I'm intrigued by this, because um, like the coliseum again is like traditional, and then they have like this cyberpunk-ish kind of boxing ring setup with, like, the floating, like, scoreboard thing in the middle. And then they have just, like, digital things being projected onto the outside of the Coliseum, which I do kind of like. I feel like this song is very, like, more, like, drum heavy, I guess. This is definitely an interesting, like, debut song. I don't think I've really heard something that sounded like this before coming from a group, especially in like a debut. I do kinda of like how they have like on the screen at some points it's flashes of kind of oh, um I'm trying to figure out how to describe this. Like a video game like screen. So they'll have like controls or like a rectangle kind of pulled up on it. And now they're dancing in the middle of a boxing ring in the middle of what looks like a ruined coliseum with chess pieces spread out through the debris. It's so freaky because they have Sajin kind of just popping in and out of, like, all the dances, so I can't imagine, like, them trying to practice this with only, like, four real people and then just having, like, a blank spot and just having to pretend that somebody's there. I also do like their outfits, though. They've got, like, the cyberpunk, you know, kind of, like, tech wear Kind of get up i do like how they have like sage and they're like glitching in and out because it works with like the tech kind of theme but yes i do like the song it is super catchy which is funny because you know super kind i guess one other thing i did forget to mention like halfway through the song i think it's after like the first chorus the scenes change and all five of them are kind of like in this alleyway and it kind of reminds me of like street fighter if you know what that is And then at the very end of the video, the whole like Coliseum scene like cuts out and it pans to this dude like standing on top of a building with his phone out and he's playing like that same kind of game that they were showing like where the five of them are like in the middle of that alley where it looked like they're fighting each other so I think they took like that scene and put it on his phone which I thought was kind of cool um I'd be interested to see if there's like lore behind it now I don't know if Superkind has lore uh, but I think that would be something that would be funny to play off of um but yeah that was just one little thing that I thought was kind of cool about the video and then also apparently the kid at the end who was on the phone playing the game was actually JDV um which also, I thought that was cute that they kind of had him like like a little hidden easter egg, I guess you could say, like in the music video. Like, the song itself is definitely catchy. It's definitely not super, like, energetic like some of the other songs that I've listened to. Um, but it's not, like, slow ballad either. It's definitely got, like, some kick to it. But it's not really... Something that would make me, I guess, want to, like, headbang or whatever like that. Um, It's kind of just like a song I'd have on a playlist that's more like a chill vibes kind of aura to it. I was going to say vibe, but I already said chill vibes. But anyway, moving on to the next song. This one is called Moody, and it is off, I guess, of their, I don't really know if it'd be considered a mini album because it's only one song but it's play super kind player gauge 200 and i guess watch out was from play super kind apply for beta test which makes sense cuz like a beta test is the first um like version of a game and this is like their first digital single which again i thought was cute um but yeah onto the second song called moody so this song starts out again like with that same kind of like intro screen But then it goes into like a little kid sitting in a desk in like a black room getting read something and I don't know what the lyrics or what the words translate to and then it cuts to Eugene laying in the middle of a grass field by himself immediately going in with like electronic kind of sounds lots of drums and it looks like they're all in a school because they're all like in school uniforms with like backpacks and everything. Say this is a really nice school, though, because it's got, like, freaking marble statues and shit everywhere on their song. Standing at the front of the classroom. Class president duties, maybe? I have no idea. Okay, so we're at the chorus, and it kind of cuts to, like, a more, like, grayscale scene of them, like, dancing, I guess, in the main area of, like, this school. It looks like it'd be a boarding school. This is too nice to be a public school. So it looks like this song definitely has a darker concept to it. It's not as, I guess, more upbeat as Watch Out was. I'm not gonna lie, this is kind of creepy. It looks like they're all, like, having mental breakdowns in the middle of the school. And I think CO is writing S equals pi R squared. On a chalkboard, like, 20 gazillion times. I don't know, this just feels like, really, like, eerie. Kind of Stranger Things vibes, I'm not gonna lie. And Damon just got choked out by a random hand. Interesting. I do like the outfits and stuff for this one, too, though. It's kind of, like, vampire-ish, if that makes sense. But it goes from, like, cutscenes of them being, like, outside, you know, running around, having fun to them being, like, trapped in this, like, dark school. So I don't know if this is kind of, like, saying they have two different, like, personalities, and it, like, swaps between the two depending on, like, what setting they're in. I also want to see how they, like, oh, I guess shot some of this especially with Sung in it because he does like interact with the other members during like the song they're at kind of like a break point where it's kind of like a VCR video kind of thing Eugene just ate like a locket like necklace and is now running through field and just you know face plants straight into the grass and Sung for some reason has long hair and is getting attacked by vines and tied to a cement block. I have no idea where this is going. I'm more intrigued by the video itself than the song, I'm not gonna lie. But it does definitely seem like what I said before, like definitely a lot darker aura to it. And it's kind of like getting to the end of the video and they're all just like maybe dead laying on the floor. I don't know. And now they're back at, like, the main hall and there's graffiti everywhere, and Song is, like, I, I don't want to say crucified, but he's, like, tied to this, like, sitting up, like, cement block, and his skin's, like, cracked and everything. Oh, now at the very end, it cuts back to that scene with, like, the little kid at the very beginning, and Song is there. I guess he's, like, a teacher? And then the little kid, like, puts his hand out, and he, like, takes a locket. I don't know, this is just Freaking creepy. I don't know if, like, Stranger Things creepy, because with, like, the upside down, it kind of reminds me of that, with all, like, the scene changes. I... Yeah, I have no idea what I just watched. Um, It was definitely interesting. I have not seen anything like that before. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I will have to let you guys listen to that song and then and watch the music video, and then leave your like reactions below because I'm kind of just at a loss for words over what that was. So I guess all in all, I am extremely intrigued to see not only where Super Kind go in the future, but also just like how AI is gonna affect like the k-pop industry and how it currently runs um so I will definitely be keeping an eye on these guys along with like May because I know they're still they just debuted so they're still gonna have stuff and then I might actually go back and kind of check out Espa because they do seem pretty interesting too with their concept and everything um, but yeah that is it for this episode Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. And if you have any suggestions on groups you want me to check out, you can leave a comment below. Again, I'm Lydia Cass, and this has been K-Pop This shit. And remember, once you learn their names, it is game over. I will see you next time.